0: Welcome to the Wedding Sassholes,
1: your No BS wedding business podcast.
0: We're here to real talk you through the common F ups we see companies making
1: and the practical strategies you can implement today. Changing it up this episode, it's a Sasshole Sound Off. Call it a rant, call it constructive criticism. We're just clearing the air. This month's Sound Off is about spending time working on your business at a workaway. We're your hosts. I'm Shannon Tarrant. I'm Vanessa Negrum. And welcome to the shit show. Sound off number six of the wedding sassholes. I am excited for this month's topic. I am too. This I, I actually look forward to this every year. Not the topic, like the actual work away.
0: Yeah. So, you know, I think that as somebody, as two people who own their own businesses, we get so busy on the day to day and... Mm-hmm you know, the amount of emails and appointments and client meetings and networking events and all of those things. I think we're both pretty good at checking all those boxes.
1: I think we're pretty good at it. I mean, I try to stay on top of it. And I know that when I'm behind, I call my assistant and ask her to kind of clear it up for me.
0: Yeah. Be like, oh, help get in there hey, and start checking hey, things off." You, uh,
1: can you check some of these things off for me? Thanks so much. But
0: even though I do think also throughout the year, both of us are probably better than others on working on the business, um, not just in it every day, I am a firm believer that you need dedicated, uninterrupted time to do that. And that is what Vanessa and I do on what we call
1: our workaway. Yes. And it's funny because we started our workaway away um, with the two of us. And now we have people that ask if they can join. We're going to
0: talk about that, though, because you can't take everybody. Uh, No, nope. And so, you know, the best way to explain it, I think, is that it's kind of like a curated retreat, Mm -hmm. meaning like it's not like a vacation and it's not what you sometimes you see these retreats that are out there where it's like a calendar of events and different education and work on yourself sessions. And that is not what Vanessa, (laughs) that's That's not what our work away look like. (laughs) That is not what it looks right. like.
1: The only thing that's on the schedule that um some people might not do is I do make you go for a morning walk for four. days. Yeah, I'm Thursday better now. Now I get my steps yeah. in. But last that, year- that is on the agenda. Everything else, not on the agenda.
0: Not on the agenda. So all right, so let's run through it. When we are start when we decided that we were gonna do our workaway and working on it this year, Vanessa, how far do you think you should travel when it comes to something like a workaway?
1: I think you should only do at a maximum like two hours from wherever you live. I don't think you should go further than that. If you want to, go for it. But personally, I want to be able to drive there within a day and not have to waste an entire day of travel. So I think like yes. two hours is a good far enough away that like if you have family, um, like if you are a mom or you know a wife, I'm not, I'm neither one of those things. Sorry. But if you are, it's far enough away that they can't be like, Hey, can you come by and do XYZ? No, I'm away. Like it's inconvenient for me to get in the car and come home so you can figure it out like a like an adult so I think it's far enough away but it's close enough that if an emergency happens you can get home fast
0: yeah and I think too like you said you know we don't Usually do this much more than three days, including the driving to and the driving home on kind of day one and day three. And so, when it's only an hour and a half to like two and a half hours away, um, and obviously this depends on where you live in the country and what's near you. It might be easier for you to just you know go find a house somewhere quiet and things like that. Um, but yeah, we're we're kind of a at least one and a half under two and a half to be able to get away in terms of distance.
1: Yeah, and then you're not wasting a whole day driving. So that makes it convenient too.
0: No, I do think one of the things that's really important is figuring out like, how do you want to stay? So I... In general, across the country, I travel a lot for speaking and conferences. And in all of that, I almost always stay in hotels. You know, that's kind of like the standard. But for something like this, because Mm -hmm. we also try to keep it affordable. So that's another piece of this. I mean, obviously, you're paying to stay somewhere, but, and it's only an hour and a half, two hours away, right? You're not getting on an airplane. I really like that we stay at like an Airbnb or a VRBO.
1: Mm -hmm. Well, and it makes it convenient because you can bring your own food and stuff. So it's cheaper, but it's also more convenient. We do go out for dinner at night, Mm -hmm. um, but for breakfast and lunch and snacks and things, we do bring it with us. So if you have any dietary restrictions or anything, it's easy. You're not getting hotel food. You're not having to eat out every day. And it also keeps you in the house. Yeah. So that you can get work done. Mm -hmm. You can keep working and get work done. And then the dinner time is the break where you can actually like leave the house, go have a little bit of a social time and then come back.
0: We kind of, it was so funny last year because the first thing we did was we like dropped our bags in our room and then we unpacked the food and we were both (laughs) laughing because I was like, what snacks did you bring? What snacks did I bring? Because like, (laughs) even though I brought stuff for myself, I brought extra of all of it. Like, oh, well, I'm going to bring apples. Well, we'll be there two days. I'm going to bring two apples for me and two apples for Vanessa just in case. But, you know, the nice thing is by planning breakfast, lunch, coffee, things like that at the house that we're renting. Now, I do think one of the really important things when you're picking a VRBO or Airbnb or a house like that to rent is you really have to read through reviews to make sure you've got bomb ass Wi Fi. Mm -hmm. because sometimes you go and stay at places like that and the Wi-Fi sucks. And so I think that that's a really important piece of that. Um, I also think when we were looking at spaces, now this year might be a little bit harder because we got a few extras coming along with us. But when we were looking at just kind of two bedroom places last year, It was also about how many workspaces are there. So that means there's a couch, there's a kitchen table. We had like a side room with a desk. The kitchen had like bar stools and a counter. So we really- There's also a
1: table outside. Yes. If you wanted to be outside. There was a little, um, there was a small fenced in- like patio area that had an outdoor table so like people can spread out so we're not on top of each other that's what was really important to us is making sure that there wasn't just one dining room table and no other tables in the house or other places for us to kind of like separate and spread out but still be in the same spot if that makes sense
0: yep and i mean our daily schedule was literally like i wake up much earlier than Vanessa does so I would wait it's fine it was everybody runs their own schedule so I'd wake up I go the, to bed much later than Shannon does oh my god yeah I'm like <laughs> 9 30 10 o'clock I did I stayed up late though on our work away I stayed up later so but we like you know we woke up at our own time kind of got our own day started she made me go out and do a walk in the morning that was fine um but then we came back you know, had something to eat, had some coffee and we worked and we worked until each one of us wanted to, I mean, we'd walk around and every now and then I'd be like, Hey, can I pick your brain for a second? And, you know, kind of bounce off of each other. And then we'd eat lunch and then we worked all the way through till dinner at like seven o'clock. I mean, we, we worked like we worked Mm -hmm. the whole, there's no watching shows in the background. There is focused head down, check through the list. We worked. The entire day. I think
1: we, I think we only turned the TV on on the last day that we were there, and it was after we'd already had dinner. So, like the yeah. TV doesn't even get turned on.
0: No, the first day we came home from dinner, we were still all jacked up. Like we had kind of talked about what each one of us had worked on over dinner, and then when we came home, we were both still awake. So we kind of dove back into stuff to work on. And then the uh-huh. second day, by the end of the second day, and we had had dinner, our brains were a little fried. So. Yeah we put on the TV and we put on mm-hmm. like a movie in the background. And then we had kind of saved specific projects to work on. You were scheduling social media posts and mm-hmm. I was doing like graphic design stuff. So we kept working until like 10 oh, yeah. 11 o'clock that night. We just did things that were a little bit lighter when. You
1: that didn't need all of your brain power. Yes.
0: And all so all
1: power. for me, it's really nice to have a house because it's like it's a little bit more spread out than just like a hotel room because if you guys don't know this by now I have ADHD a real bad so <laughs> I actually um stood at the kitchen countertop the one that had the bar stools like the mm-hmm. what is that like not an eating kitchen what is that considered when it's a bar top that you can eat at like in whatever you guys know, know what know. I'm talking about yeah a breakfast bar whatever yeah um I actually stood Cause I, I have a standing desk at home. So I actually stand and work on the laptop because I have to like, be able to like move my legs and like get around and things like that. So that was really important for me. And, um, just being able to stretch out because I cannot sit at a desk or at a table an entire day. Like I get so antsy and my brain gets fried so quickly. It's ridiculous. So that was really important for me. And I'd go outside, um, to rejuvenate a little bit, get up and get snacks. I mean, I eat more than anybody I know. So that's really important. (laughs)
0: It's true. It's true. But we had the snacks with us, so we were pretty much covered. So, you Mm -hmm. know, overall, financially, I think, you know, we found something that wasn't when we looked at the location. We wanted something that once we got there, we didn't have to drive too far to do things if we needed to. Obviously, we brought a lot with us. But um, last year, we found this great little two-bedroom, and it was walking distance from all these little restaurants, all, I mean, it was literally right out the front door. So Mm -hmm. that was really nice. But I think ideally you want to find things that's near stuff close by without you having to worry about, well, where am I going to park? You might have to drive there, but still knowing that there's a lot of choices without you having to drive clear cross. You don't want to drive 30 minutes to dinner. You want to drive 10 to 12 minutes, you know, and keep it as Mm -hmm. close as possible. So, obviously you know vanessa and i work well together duh because we're over here podcasting but how so let's talk about like who to bring with you on a workaway and who not to bring with you on a workaway
1: yes because that is definitely going to define your workaway so shannon and i only did it just the two of us last year um and once a couple of our colleagues heard about it and were interested we have decided to invite some of them this year not everybody Mm -hmm. um it's, it's really about it's like if if like, um, if you're part of a accountability group, basically, mm-hmm. it's the same types of people that you want with you on a work away. are they going to be those type of people that puts their head down and like pushes through all of the tasks that are on their sheet leaves you alone, but it's okay to bounce ideas off each other. That's fine. That's actually one of the benefits of doing a work away with someone else is that when you get stuck and you have that roadblock, you can say, Hey, do you have a second? Do you mind if I bounce a couple of things off you? That's perfect. Yeah. But who are, keep in mind, who are those people that when you have that on your day to day work, work life, Mm -hmm. who are those people that you can call up and say that same exact thing to? Those are the type of people that you want to take on a work. Yeah, that you
0: literally can say fast and furious, like, hey, I have a quick question. And when you're done, you're like, thank you. Okay, I'm going to let you go. And you just hang up. Like you don't
1: do, it's just, you're done. No, no. Hey, do you have a second? I know you have a busy day, but I just have this idea and I want to see if I'm crazy or if you think it could go somewhere. Those type of people, or if you have a difficult client, who's the person that you call and like have that conversation with. You guys already know, I call Shannon for these things and she calls me for those things. Yep. Those are the types of people that you want in your workaway. You don't want the people who are the procrastinators, the Debbie Downers, the ones who they're kind of in this for fun. It's a fun little career. Yeah. It's not really. They're not trying to push their business to the next level. There's nothing wrong with those people, but that's not the type of people that need a workaway to no. Really those focus people want to go on a
0: retreat. They want to go yes. on a retreat. We're not retreating.
1: They, no, we're not retreating. This we're is not, retreating. not a vacation. We're not getting a place by the downtown area so I can check out all the shops. I'm getting it so I can walk to dinner and come back.
0: We literally, there was no, we didn't even stick our head in a shop. We were just like, eat
1: home, eat home. Yeah, I can't even tell you what any of the shops were, but there were some in between the restaurants, but that was Uh literally on there for. So it's not, it's not, let's go do a spa day. No, there's none of that. So if that's what that person thinks it's going to be, they do not need to be on the work I agree. I agree. And I think too,
0: that like, you really have to make sure people are like, Oh, that sounds great. I would like to go on that with you. You have to stop right then and there and be like, listen, let me tell you what this is going to look like. You know that this is this is what it looks like. This is what our kind of schedule is for the day. And you got to come with your list prepped. And we'll talk about that in a minute. But it's really about how are you like you're setting really clear expectations. The other thing that I'm finding already with us planning our summer work away is that now there's five of us. So we need to have some conversations with the five of us about sleeping arrangements because a five bedroom house of us all being totally separate is way more expensive than it cost us to do a little two bedroom bungalow last year. So you have to figure out like, are people willing to share beds? You know, are people willing to, is somebody willing to crash on the sleep out couch if you make it fair price wise or whatever? Um, But, or like sleep on twin beds, if there's two twins in a room. But most of the time when you're renting a house, they don't do, it's not a hotel. There's no two queen beds in a room. So there's either a king that two people share. So I think that that's an important piece and part of it also is in terms of the financial, the more people want to come, could be great. Um, but you, yeah, you got to really focus on the right personalities who are coming for the right reasons. What
1: about the dynamic of the people that are coming with you? Because that might be a great dynamic between you and one person, but those other two people might not have a good dynamic between the two of them.
0: Yes. Yeah. People. You got to think about the, gr- the whole group together.
1: The whole group together. Yeah. As a whole, not just, oh, I really like that person. No, you're going to think of everybody. And like we said before, this is not a girls weekend. It's <laughs>
0: No. And I mean, don't get me wrong, the one night we went out for Mexican and we both had a margarita at dinner. One. Like, and then we went we had back to and worked.
1: Because it took so long to get our food. But it did. We
0: just started drinking because we were bored waiting on food. But like we didn't, we don't go out drinking. No I can't we go out, we take a break to eat, to walk away, to go get fresh, to not have to worry about hauling all the shit to cook dinner. There's but... no day
1: drinking, there's no mimosas in the morning. It's coffee, no. it's water, it's no, it's work.
0: Yes. Okay, so let's talk about like the beforehand. So first, I do want to check the box of the when. If no matter where you live in the country, um, you have to think about either what, whenever your slow season in business is, right? So if you're a wedding professional up north, your slow season might be winter. It might be January, February. And guess what? People aren't renting a whole lot of houses in January and February because it's freaking winter. Nobody wants to be there in the winter. So you know, think about when schedule wise is your slow season that you can kind of dig in for a few days and check boxes. You can't do this in the height of season.
1: No, you can't. You also need to um, think about your, the location that you're going to be going to. So we're in Florida and our slow season is summer, but that's also tourist season. Right. So we're not going to go to a place that's heavily populated with a bunch of tourists. We're going to find a local Airbnb, maybe in like a sleepy town so mm-hmm. that there's not all those distractions and there's not that super high gouge price either. So yeah. We, we do want to, it is slow season so we do want to keep it the price point at a nice level of affordable for everybody and
0: you got to think about things like you know if you're going to conferences this year when are the conferences well if that intersects with your slow season like can't do all the things all the time so I do think the great thing is we went last year we actually looked ahead put dates on the calendar for this year even though we didn't book anything and but at that point as family things started to pop up and family vacation I was like can't go these three days it's the work away Like can't even a wedding show popped up. We were tossing around, maybe going out of town on Sunday, but a wedding show popped up Sunday and I'm like, can't go, like I have to do the show. So we're gonna go out of town Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. So all of those things. Okay, how do you prep for it in terms of the workload? Okay, we talked about all the other fluffy shit. Let's talk about the work. How do you prepare?
1: So I think we talked about this in our goal setting. I have lists of reminders on my phone. I have an iPhone. So under reminders, I have a whole separate list that says summer work. And starting um, from the end of our last work away, really, I start adding things in there that things that I want to work on, I don't necessarily have the time right now as I'm like thinking about it. So I make it part of the list. And if throughout the year, like if I have time, I will work on that list. But I normally save those things like those big things for the summertime that I know that aren't super important right now. They are things I want to work on maybe like redoing packages or like the social media, setting all that up to be put out for later. Last year I did on oh, my whole email campaign. I redid the whole thing. Um, all of the drip campaigns, like those types of things that like take the time and the effort uh-huh. and the, the brain thought, the brain thought, the brain power to do yeah. it. But it's not like I need to immediately do this right now in the middle of busy season kind of thing. Yeah. So Start making your list as soon as you start getting those ideas, start making that list of this is something I want to change, but it's not an immediate I need to do right now. But it is something that I want to work on. And I need time to work on it. Because when you go to that work away, all you have is time and you can sit down and really focus on it, especially for the email things. It's really great when you have other people with you because you can read them to the other people and get their feedback on yeah. the second person. So it's it, that's really nice. So I really like that. Yeah. Um, And I did like a whole five-year plan and all kinds of things, but start making your list as soon as you decide you're doing a work away and just add to it. Yeah. Because I think
0: like you said, you know, I will grab my assistant and we try to once a month or at least every like six, seven weeks, we do like a deep dive day and where we work on projects like this, that things that like, I almost just need the accountability because it's on the calendar and Kate's coming. Like, I know we have to sit down and just hammer it out. So We'll look at the things that I require her help with because we can tackle things together and move through it much faster. But yeah, we always have that list running of things that you really want to like organize, define. And if you keep that running list all the time of those big, deep work projects, you also have to prep before you go to look at how much time and how much time you're going to allot to each project. Because I won't lie, last year I got a little overzealous. The list so long, there was no possibility of me accomplishing it all. And
1: on day one, we prioritized
0: it. We did. But like this year, I'm going to do that before we get there. I'm going to like fully prioritize that list to say, okay, what is realistic with the amount of time I have? you know, of what's going to be there. And then what am I going to do? Like Monday a.m., Monday afternoon, Monday p.m., Tuesday morning, Tuesday afternoon, Tuesday p.m. Like I'm going to organize it a little bit better, but I think that that's a really important piece of it is to have your list of the projects that you really want to work on.
1: So I'm going to prioritize my list with my assistant because she's actually getting married next fall, not this mm-hmm. fall, 2024 fall. Um, so I'm actually going to run my list across her little brain, little brain, because I'm a little brain. She's very smart. Um, I'm going to run it past her because she is a bride. So I'm going to tell her the ideas and then whatever she thumbs up or thumbs down is what I'm going to work on. Yeah. I think that's awesome because sometimes, you know, we are so focused on, well, I want to do this with the business and that with the business. And we forget like how to be the client looking in kind of thing. So I think it's a benefit to have her as a a newly engaged bride. I can run these things past her and say, would this make a difference if I changed XYZ? And then I'm going to prioritize that list and work on that at the work away.
0: Yeah, I like that. You know what it is, it's coming in with an action plan. And some of that is so that you can be packed appropriately. So mm-hmm. last year we brought laptops and iPads. And if you want to read through a section of a book or, you know, you want to work, read a book at night before you're going to bed, you know, bringing the book. I know you brought, you had poster boards last year and some markers and stuff because you were working on some like really big vision things.
1: Yes. Yeah, that's, that's how how I do it. I'm the person that does like the checklist or the roadmap. So I bring a big poster board and I love color. So I bring all the colored Sharpies Mm -hmm. and um, have like a little craft day basically just, and that helps me also like laying all that out with the roadmap. It also helps me prioritize the projects that I need to work on because I put them on the roadmap. Yep. So it like, it, it all comes like circles back around, but then when I go back from the from that work away, I put that poster board up where I can see it every day, so I can continue checking those boxes.
0: Yeah, I love that. I mean, I think that it's it's important to bring more than you think you need because you're going to stay at an Airbnb, so you mm-hmm. need to bring notebooks and paper and scrap paper and pens and whatever. Like while an Airbnb is stocked with a lot of things, office supplies are not one of them. No,
1: if you so, need a printer, you're going to have to try to bring one. That's like yes, or pre-print print what you don't need them. in
0: advance. Yep.
1: Yeah, yeah, those are we things did. you don't really think about. But yeah, make sure you have those things too. Yeah, if, you need if there's
0: that. researchy things and stuff that you need printed. Yeah, we didn't... I did a good, a decent job of it last year, but some of it I was like, damn, it would have been more helpful if I had printed that rather than just yeah. kind of working off of mm-hmm. the spreadsheet. Um, so yeah, I mean, that's it, guys. Like, it's not rocket science. It's just about... Getting focused and making sure that whether you look at it, if you are the kind of person who's like, I cannot take three days to go do this, um, then you need to look at your own little mini work away, whatever that could look like, even if it's just for like a day.
1: Mm -hmm. And some people might just do better if they don't have the time of just saying they're on vacation, but it's a staycation at home and just making sure that they don't have any distractions. Just. I think it's important, even if you can't get away, to at least do this once a year, maybe one, two days at home. Just make sure you don't have the distractions. So,
0: well, and I don't think, listen, there's, you have got to be working in a market that has venues and these venues that you have relationships with and you're working with, or you are a venue. If you are a venue, you got to get off your own property. But like, I think it's, you can go anywhere. I don't think you should be at home or wherever you work regularly. I really think you have to, because that feels like you're in your regular work environment. So oh, and you still
1: have the same daily distractions that you always have. That's absolutely.
0: Absolutely. So like here, I have all the things in the fridge. So I'm trying to figure out what am I going to eat? Whereas when there was limited snacks, I was like, grab a snack and go. Like grab a thing and go. So I do think you have to figure out whether it's, you know, a conference room at a hotel or, you know, that you're just using or a hotel lobby. Like if you're not, if you're Vanessa and have ADHD, don't go to a hotel lobby. Too many things to see, but I can put I my head down. Watch,
1: I have people watch too much can't
0: do it i know she can't have, she can't do that i know i've been to vegas wedding and be with you the watching of people and the distractions i watch
1: everyone and i i just sit there and analyze every person I know. that walks by
0: I know but I do think that you can do it you know if you're like I can't commit to big stuff I do think you can do deep dive days you know whether it's with an assistant or just one friend you don't have to start by doing a trip away um, but I I think that this is so valuable I'm excited that we're going again this year it'll be interesting to see with a few other people we're, we're testing the waters this year we we're might come back. no promises
1: we're going to invite people next year but we're trying No
0: promises. <laughs> no promises but I do think that it's an important thing to look at, you know, when can you fit this in? And this is all part of that, you know, we'll use the words I call it work-life integration. I don't believe in balance. But I think it's it's planning all of these things. It requires planning on the calendar when you work in events. You have to look ahead and say, when is my slow season? What's the Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday I can block?
1: Like it what can organization. I block? It takes mm-hmm. organization. It takes the self-discipline and the determination to do these workaways. So if you don't have all those things lined up, it's going to be a struggle the whole time. So just make sure you have all your docs in a row.
0: So if you plan your work away, we want to hear all about it. Or if you've done something like this before in the past and it's worked really well, or maybe you're retreat people, we want to hear about it. So don't hesitate. You can email us. You can DM us on Instagram. You can do any of the above. We would love to learn more about your workaway, or if you need help planning yours, you
1: just have to let us know. Yeah. And maybe we'll do a couple of posts from the workaway. Oh, oh, oh social oh. media. <laughs> I've been slacking. Anyways, if you feel like this podcast helped your business, got you thinking, or we made you laugh.
0: Well, follow, subscribe and share it over with the friend you want to go to a workaway with.
1: Want to hear our honest opinion on something in the wedding industry? dm us over on
0: instagram your pet peeves annoying situations or some crazy shit you found out me and vanessa did as somebody asked us to talk about our work away because we subtly slipped into an episode and they
1: were like tell me more and we'll add it to our sound off checklist maybe if it's too crazy we're probably just gonna skip over that one <laughs> yeah but anyways i want to hear I
0: won't, I won't let her skip shit just send it to us just send it to us all right Whatever. guys go make some epic shit happen this month